Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to the 13th episode of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. Today we're talking with Shelby Fowler, the Facebook and Instagram ads genius behind Vampire Media. Shelby started Vampire Media, an ads agency, in 2019 after freelancing as a digital marketer for years. She's really passionate about serving her clients, teaching ads, and encouraging her team. And then in late 2020, she launched Vampire Ads Academy to empower female entrepreneurs to be able to run their own profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Outside of business, she is a mom of two girls, a crazy awesome cook, lover of Real Housewives and all things Bravo, and a true crime fan. In this episode, we'll break down why an e-commerce or a subscription box business should be using Facebook ads and shouldn't be using Facebook ads, what to spend if you have a low budget, and a foolproof formula to creating a daily ad spend based on your products, and then some other amazing tips to help you create stellar Facebook ads that convert into big bucks. All right, guys, grab your coffee or wine. This is going to be an amazing one. Welcome, Shelby. We're so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I am really excited because Facebook ads is something that I personally have not used a lot in my when I had my e-commerce business and my subscription business. I really grew my business doing everything organically. So, you know, building the audience, using social media, blogging, like SEO, kind of everything else except ads. And I did do a small stint of Instagram ads for one holiday season. So this territory is something that um, I'm excited to learn from you about today. And I think my listeners will be really pumped just to learn a little bit more about Facebook ads and Instagram ads and really how they can use them for their business. So just to start, do you want to just tell us a little bit about you and your business and sort of what you're up to? Absolutely. So my name is Shelby Fowler. I own a Facebook and Instagram ads agency called Vampire Media. And I also am super, super passionate about teaching how to utilize Facebook and Instagram ads to female entrepreneurs. Um, I think the industry in as a whole is kind of um, very male dominated and a lot of, you know, bro marketers (laughs) And it can be very intimidating to ask questions to marketers, um, to get really any, any good training or information on, on ads. And so I'm so passionate about making it accessible to female entrepreneurs. Um, yeah, that's kind of the little bit about me. I love that. 
And I like that you mentioned, you know, I don't know if you use the word transparency, but I feel like I feel like I've seen a lot of your stuff and I do feel like you try to make things very transparent. And I do, I feel like Facebook ads, they change so much and they're very confusing. And, you know, even myself trying to do a couple ads, you don't really know where the heck to get started. So I think people always want to sort of learn from people that can just tell them the real dirt behind ads and not to feel ripped off. Basically, I think a lot of people, they don't know how to get started, but also they don't know who they can trust because I do think everyone tells you something different with Facebook ads. And, you know, some people will say, you know, oh, just do like $5 budget a day. And then other people will tell you that you need to do 10,000 a month. And there's so many different like, uh, what's the word like kitchens in the no pots in the kitchen. I don't know that weird expression. But um, so I do think having someone that can just give give real authentic uh, teaching about Facebook ads is pretty amazing. So I love that you do that. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's so much, there's so many different opinions out there and there's so many different strategies. And what I have found, um, we've tested most of them, if not all of them. And, you know, I'm very transparent in what works and what doesn't. And I'm very clear on who's ready to run ads and who is not. Um, in fact, when people hire or, or try to hire us, uh, to run their ads, my agency to run their ads, um, you know, we turn away about 50% of the people, um, at least because we run the numbers. And I think, and I think we're going to get into a lot, a lot of this today, but we run the numbers and I, my goal is to, to stop the constant wasting money, um, with Facebook ads. I think a lot of people, they, they put in money to, to run ads and, most of them fail because there's no strategy. They don't know their numbers. Um, and I hear a lot of people that are saying like, oh, you know, it's all, it's all, um, it's like their strategy is to spend money and just cross their fingers. And that's not a good strategy. (laughs) That's not a good strategy. So I'm glad we're talking about this today. And I hope that, um, you know, you, your listeners walk away with some confidence in, in running ads, really, really. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and I'm just laughing. I, fr- I, yeah, it's just funny with, with Facebook ads, like, yeah, I just, I'm going to throw some money at it and I'm just going to pray that it actually works and there's no strategy, <laughs> right. so, which is like the worst strategy that you could actually do. So it's really funny. Um, so yeah. I think just to like get started, so I work with a lot of different people and, you know, from my past experience, having a subscription box, I think ads are for some people and they're not for some people. But I think overall, why do you think that e-commerce or subscription box businesses should be using Facebook ads or Instagram ads? Great question. So I like to tell people that ads don't fix a broken sales problem. They don't fix a broken funnel problem. They don't fix, um, like if you've never sold anything, don't just start running ads test, Mm -hmm. test everything organically first ads are going to amplify what you are already doing. So if you have never sold anything and you're like, okay, um, you know, let's just go like balls to the wall and launch this thing and start running ads. Like I, my recommendation is not to do that initially. I would like you to sell things first and know your numbers because again, going back to what I just had said, ads 
amplify what you are already doing. So let's say that you have a pretty good stream of sales coming in every month and it's been regular for two to three months and you're like, okay, I am doing all of the organic marketing. I'm on Instagram stories. I'm you know, working with influencers, whatever your, your marketing strategy is, right? And I'm sure uh, you, know, you carry, like you share all of that. So um, you're doing all of that and you're like, okay, how do we scale this? How do we amplify what's already going down? That's when you can add ads in the mix, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and you don't have to start with an enormous budget, but, um, you want to reverse engineer the results that you want to achieve. And so, and we'll go through some numbers too, and I can share with your audience, like what you're looking for, but, um, yeah, you really just want to be, you want to have some sales under your belt so that you know what your lifetime value of, of a, of a customer is. Um, you know, so far you want to know what your average order value is, um, mm-hmm. so that we can make, we can make good decisions with, with investing. investing. Okay. I think that's great. And I think this is one thing that I would love to get your just input on. So I like how you're talking about, you should already know your numbers because I think a lot of people don't know their numbers and they're terrified to even look at numbers because they're very confusing. So if, for example, on Shopify, like there's a whole page on your dashboard, on your analytics dashboard of like all these different little graphics and, you know, lifetime value, how many customers buy from you twice, like your average order value. Like there's so many different numbers and I think people get very scared and they, and I think same with Google Analytics. I think it can be really overwhelming and scary. And it basically keeps people from even knowing any of their numbers. So I do think I agree with you that people do need to know their numbers. I'm just curious. um, One thing that I sort of work with people a lot on is knowing their audience. And in this case, knowing their ideal customer. How important is knowing for an e-commerce biz or a subscription box business, how important do you think it is for them to really, really understand their ideal customer? So important. Um, (laughs) So important. I did a training yesterday and I'm going to give you just the short version of it. I was talking about your knowing your ideal client and having mm-hmm. your ad creative, so their ad copy and your ad graphics match mm-hmm. who you are targeting. Okay, so let's say I don't know if there's any like sports fans out there, and I'm not like a sports person, but we are big San Francisco Giants fans. Um, oh. So if you know anything about Major League Baseball, you know that Giants fans and Dodgers fans don't get along. So let's say that you are running ads to um, Giants fans and you're wanting to sell, you're selling sports paraphernalia. Let's say it's, you're selling hats and socks and, and um, custom shoes and t-shirts and things for Giants fans. You wouldn't target, um, so let's say your ad graphics had you know, your product on it. And let's say you had um, Dodgers fans in <laughs> in your targeting group, right? Like that's not going to go well for you, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're they're going to get these ads, and then you're going to have tons of comments underneath, like "Why am I saying this?" They're going to curse you. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. And I mean, that's like a very basic 
a kind of example of what a lot of people do with e-commerce is they're targeting mm-hmm. one group. Uh, and this is obviously an extreme examples too, but like you're targeting one group and your, and your ad copy and your ad graphics are speaking to a whole other group. You see it all the time. Um, y- you know, I get ads for things like that would never buy. Like, why am I getting this ad? Um, and yep. the ad copy is speaking to somebody that is not me. And, and we see this all the time, you know? So, and I'm sure all of us have seen an ad where we're like, why am I getting this? So knowing who your audience is and making sure that your ad graphics are going to attract that person and your ad copy is speaking to that person, to their pain points, what they want. That's important. And I think with e-commerce ads, it's a little bit different. You're not than like, you know, regular ads because you're not, um, you don't have to write this long form ad copy, but you still Mm want to be mindful of who you are speaking to. So as far as targeting for ads, you really want to know what are similar pages um, that your that your ideal client or sorry, your ideal customer is going to be following. So if your store is, um, you know, a, a pet subscription box, like what about WAG? What about what? What about Chewy? What about these other companies that are similar that serve a similar audience? And you're going to want to target those pages. You're going to want to create an audience for your ads, um, targeting those pages, people that follow those pages, because you already know they're interested in what you offer, right? They're interested. Mm-hmm. Um, and also knowing your audience. Uh, you're going to want to create lookalike audience of people who've already purchased from you or people who have uh, visited, you know, the checkout page on your website, like things like that. Um, And knowing, knowing who you're speaking to is just so important. So I hope that answered your question. No, it's, it's amazing. And I love that because that's really the basis of like, so much of what I teach people and work with people, we go back to those foundational layers. And I always, I use this analogy all the time. Like you buy a house, right? And if you buy a house and the foundation is cracked and full of holes, then your house is going to crumble. And it's the same for an e-commerce business. And if you don't know, number one, if you do not know who you're trying to target, if you do not understand your ideal customer inside and out, if you're not drilling into their pain points, what they like, um, how your product will help them, you really need to know that person inside and out and be clear on all of your messaging that you are targeting one person. So you should know their name, like you should know where they shop, you should know their age. If do they have a golden doodle dog? Do they have a cat? Like you should know all those things about your ideal customer. And I think a lot of businesses they're afraid if they only target one person, they're like missing out. And I always tell people, the more clear that you are, the more drilled into one person that you're targeting, it'll you'll actually convert better because you're speaking to one person and you're not creating this like vanilla messaging to a whole group of people. You know what I mean? I 100% agree. If you have... Yeah a 10 pound boulder on one side and 10 pounds of pebbles on your other side, throwing all the 
the 10 pounds of little pebbles is going to make a very small dent in the water, like the lake in front of you. Like, you know, yeah. if you grab the 10 pound boulder and throw it in the water, you're going to make an impact. And I think the same goes for exactly what you said, like focus yeah. on your audience and stop trying to serve everybody. Um, because it's just not going to work out. And I think anybody who knows anything is going to tell you that. Um, yep. so stop doing it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I 100% agree. And I want to ask one thing, because I like that you were talking about, you know, you have a business or you're trying to target one person. And so again, you brought up the pet example. And you said, if you're a pet subscription box, like look at, uh, look, target the same people that WAG is targeting or Chewy. And I think that's a really good example. And there's something that I did once and now I don't remember how I did it, but I was basically researching ads for a client and I sort of did the same thing. I found competitors and there was something that I found online that, that told you that you could actually spy on like your competitors ads and you can actually see their advertisements. You can see their history of ads. Do you know, do you know what I'm talking about? And do you know how to do that? Cause I can't remember. It's called Facebook ads library. You can oh, go, okay. you can Google yeah. it and it will pop right up and you can <laughs> type in a business, a Facebook business page mm -hmm. and it will pull up if they're running ads, what their ads look like. You can totally get all this juicy insider info. It's amazing. Okay. That's so, yeah, that's exactly what I, I somehow found it. And I was looking up some competitors just for, you know, not to copy, but to use for inspiration. And honestly, if there are ways where you can, if where you can understand how your competitors are targeting people, then that's great information for you to know either way. Um, Absolutely. That, is that something that you'd recommend people do if they are trying to like do some DIY Facebook ads? Absolutely. Because if you, especially bigger companies, you know that their marketing budget is probably going to be a lot bigger than ours, right? Like, if, so knowing that they've done the research, they've studied their testing, if they're running ads and you can def, you can see how long that specific ad has been running. So I like to see okay. like, has this ad been running for a couple months? If an ad has been running for a month or more, it's mm -hmm. a high performing ad because no company okay. is going to let an ad that's underperforming run that long. So, you know, start to study what is working because you can you can um, hack that, right? You can take that information and make it yours. So mm -hmm. it's not copying because you're not going to like write verbatim what they have. But if you see that yeah. like, oh, they have a, this ad looks like this and their ad copy is only, you know, a paragraph long, or maybe two, you know, two lines long and start to study and, and notice like, are there similarities between all of the companies that you research. So like, look at, you know, make a list of similar pages and businesses, go research them, go to ads library, look at their ads. Do you notice any similarities? How long have their ads been running, right? Are they running videos or graphics? What's working? And that way you can take that data, that information that they've spent probably hundreds of thousands of dollars to, to get and use that for yourself. And it's free. I love that. That's so awesome. I'm glad I remembered that example because I remember when I was doing it, it was really helpful, but I couldn't remember I couldn't remember what it was. And 
I just, I don't know, but I think that's amazing. And that's really good insight. And do they, does it, does it also give you any insight into the audience that they're targeting or does it just give you the, like the actual graphics and the, the time the ad has been running for, do you know? It doesn't give you the targeting or audiences, but how you do that is go on your Facebook timeline and scroll. And when you see an ad pop up, um, you're going to click, there's three little dots in the right-hand corner in the up upper right-hand corner, click on that. And it'll say, scroll down a little bit and it'll say, why am I seeing this ad? Click mm-hmm. on that and it'll tell you why you were targeted. So if you have an ad, let's say you are a beauty subscription box and you get a ad for Ipsy or something, right? Or FabFitFun or whatever. Go click on that ad, the three little dots, click on why am I seeing this ad? And it's going to tell you we're targeting women 18 to 34 who like this or who are interested in this or that have visited our our Facebook page. Um, you wow. And then use that. So you can see like, okay, if it says that they are targeting people who have visited one of their pages or website, um, that means that they're running ads to a custom audience and you can create this inside of ads manager. It's, 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 um, you know, you can find videos on YouTube, how to do this. I'm sure too. Um, but we Mm -hmm. have lots of videos in my Facebook group on how to do this as well. And what they're going to do is they're, they have a pixel set on their website and they're targeting people who have visited that website. So as soon as you go to their website, you're going to get an ad, you know, you're going to keep getting ads, um, for their products. So it lets you know why they're targeting you. And especially the big brands, um, again, the bigger brands have bigger marketing budgets. So if you can kind of emulate what they're already doing, you're probably on the right track. That's such a good hack. I love it. That's so awesome. I feel like we're tapping into all these little sneaky Facebook ad research, yes. but I love it because if, you know, if they're free and the, and it's, I mean, obviously if it's, I mean, it's, it feels a little sneaky, but I love it because number one, it's not sneaky because it's there, it's public information, but it's one of those things where most people might not even know that they could do that, you, you know? So I love it. I think that's amazing. Yeah. I'm going to have every, every ads manager, every, every you know, ads agency, they use these tools. Like this is how we create audiences for our clients and then we test them. So it's, it's what we use. And I guess, you know, the general public may not know about them. And I think that agency owners and ads managers, ads gurus, right. Uh, it can be very hush hush. And so like a lot of people you'll find don't want to share their secrets and tips and tricks because if everybody knows them, then they're going to use them. Right. And, yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like this is going to help you enormously. Mm-hmm. I love it. Those were two amazing little hacks. I'm, I'm super pumped. Um, and then I just have a question too. So when someone is say we're, say it's a, a you know, company, they have low budget, they don't really have money to spend on an agency. How, how do you recommend they create the artwork for the ad? Cause I know Facebook, they can be fussy about the words on the ad and that may have changed this year. I know there's been some changes, but how, like, what are best practices for actually creating the, the artwork? So the artwork and like the copy. Great question. Okay. So there has been a change last year 
um, at towards the end of last year where there is not a, it used to be that you can only have, you know, so much text on the graphic. If you had too much text on your ad graphic, you would be penalized. Your ad would still run, but Facebook would penalize you and your ad wouldn't do as well. So hmm. it was about 30% text at that time. Now it's not. However, I will tell you that the ads that convert the best are still ads that don't have text all over the graphics. Okay. So there's different types of graphics that work best. If you're a product-based business, honestly, the best graphics are pictures of what you sell, you know? Yeah. Um, people want to see the tangible assets. So if you're able to show that and make it pretty and listen, um, you know, hire a product photographer if you can. I mean, I think that's yep. always a good investment when you get to that yeah. point. And again, we're running ads. I'm telling you, you're running ads after you're already profitable. So invest in good product photography because if they're crisp and clear, people are going to stop and be like, what is that? You know, yeah. um, that. I'm a big fan of what I like to, I like, uh, you'll see this in almost all of our, our uh, clients' ads. And uh, my own ads is we do this combination of like realistic photos and illustration. So we'll take a we'll take a mm -hmm. realistic photo of the tangible assets, or if maybe it's a maybe it's a person or something like that. Or and we we worked with a boutique once, and um, we had pictures of the clothes um, and like the model with the clothes on, and then we had like doodles behind her, and so. Oh, Knowing that like Facebook's colors are what? Blue, blue, right? Yeah. So know yeah. that like a lot of blue is not going to work in your favor because you need a pattern interrupt for graphics. You need, oh, people are right. scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. You want something that's going to stand out. So if you have bright, fun colors, um, know that everything on Facebook and Instagram are what? Boxes, right? They're boxes, they're squares, they're rectangles. Um, sharp corners typically. So anything with like fluid uh, patterns or circles, it's a pattern interrupt. So people are going to slow their scroll. And okay. ultimately you want scroll stopping graphics because that's what gets people to stop and look at your ad, read the copy and click. That's the first thing that they see. So uh, my recommendation is to, you don't have to get super fancy. You don't have to hire a graphic designer, but I would suggest having crisp, clear photos of your products, pull them into Canva and you can add, try to add in some like fun little like fluid move, like designs or things like that. And know that like colorful pictures are, um, do really well. Um, okay. as far as ad copy goes, Ad copy for anything e-commerce is going to be different than ad copy for other uh, types of ads. And so you're going to want to run several different types of ads, most likely. And, and, and there's definitely like flows and funnels. I, I can talk about, I'll talk about two that will work really well. But, you know, if you run retargeting ads, which you should be running if you're going to run ads. So that would be retargeting people who maybe visited your, your checkout page, but never bought. So you okay. could make, you could make a custom audience inside of ads manager of people who visited a certain 
a page, like, you know, your website slash checkout, whatever, you know, and then, um, exclude, you can exclude people who have purchased. So you can run ads to those people and say like, Hey, you forgot to, you forgot to finish your purchase, right? You could, your copy is going to speak to whatever you're wanting them to do. Okay. And again, that goes back to knowing your audience and knowing how they're finding your ad. If it's somebody who's warmer, they've already been to your website, you're going to speak to them a little bit differently versus somebody who's completely cold, has never heard about you before, and you're targeting a similar page uh, so that they will find you. Um, Your ad copy then is going to be more of like introductory, if you will. Like this is where the number one boutique in California because of our fun, fast, friendly fat. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up, but you know, but you're telling them who you are and why they want to buy from you versus if they're already warm, you're like, Hey, Hey girl, like finish your checkout. You want these boots. So finish, you know? Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. I think sometimes the like getting started seems to paralyze people. I think sometimes, and it does for me too. Sometimes like you know, I'm trying to start a YouTube channel now and I'm like, oh my God, what camera do I buy? Do I need lighting? How do I get this? Do I, what about the teleprompter? And it like so many decisions make you paralyzed. So you don't take any action. And it, I feel like Facebook ads could be the same where people, there's so many things you have to do, like creating the ad copy. What ad do I create? How do I know my ideal customer? And then they just kind of don't do anything. Um, I guess this maybe leads into another question. And we kind of talked about this just you kind of just talked about this now, but I think one thing that's confusing on Facebook is the t- all the different types of ads that you can do. So conversions, traffic, if someone is sort of getting started and let's say that this is a newer business, uh, they're making sales, but they don't have a huge budget for ads. What, what do you think is the best choice for the type of ad that they run? So there's, Okay. This is a great question. Um, there's really three different types of ads that I want you to, to be aware of. And then the other types of ads just don't even think about right now. Okay. okay. Perfect. <laughs> so traffic ads are going to send people from Facebook to any URL that you choose. Okay. So any website, any page you choose. This is great to get eyeballs on your website. Mm -hmm. And what you can do then is retarget these people. So, you know, you have your pixel set up. And I think when I start to talk about pixel with some people, like their eyes gloss over and they're like, what? But listen, it takes you like 10 minutes to set this thing up. It is not that complicated. Facebook walks you through the whole process. Um, it's not hard. I know it sounds like a foreign language, like you should have gotten, you know, a master's degree in computer science, but I promise it's not that crazy. (laughs) So, um, for retargeting ads, I've brought up retargeting ads quite a bit about, um, people who've already been to your website and things like that. Um, you're going to want to run ads with using the reach objective. And that's going to show your ad to as many people as possible in your target audience. Okay. So if you pick your target audience is, is let's say people who have visited 
that web page before, it's going to show your ad to as many people as possible. Okay. The Mm -hmm. other third one I want you to know of, and this is the ad that you're going to run the most. Okay. Is conversions. Conversion objective is encouraging people to take a specific action like buying. Okay. Um, or adding to a card or whatever. It's, it's encouraging people to take a specific action on your business's website, uh, such as having them like add, add items to a cart, um, make a purchase, et cetera. So it's really going to target the people who have a history of buying because Facebook, um, and you, when I say Facebook, I'm meaning both Facebook and Instagram because Facebook owns both, right? And you can run your ads on both platforms. So Facebook has all this data and they know, they know that I click ads a lot and I buy stuff. So they know Mm -hmm. like I get a lot of ads for, for things for sale because I have a pattern of buying things from ads. So your ad will be delivered to people who are more likely to make a purchase. So instead of traffic is just getting your ad out to people who, who like to click on ads, but they don't necessarily take a specific action after that. So they might click on your ad, get to your website, but you know, the likelihood of them buying isn't necessarily great. Um, versus a conversion, they're clicking on your ad and they are more likely to purchase, right? So there's a time and a place for both, uh, traffic ads, you're going to get a lot of traffic to your 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 website, your your uh, your store, but a conversion ad is going to ensure that those people are going to be buyers. Now you're still going to only convert, you know, two to three uh, percent. That's the stats for for e-commerce. It's website purchase conversion rate is two to three percent, and your your ad to cart abandon rate is sixty eight percent. So that's why it's important. The strategy here is to run maybe conversion ads and then retarget using a different, uh, this would be a different ad, retarget the people who add to cart but never bought and you would use the reach objective in that ad. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really amazing. And thank you so much for kind of, I think those things can feel confusing a little but thank you for breaking it down and, you know, giving specific insight into each one because I do think that's important. And I think that those are things that might trip people up because you don't really know which one is going to – in the end, like your objective is is likely always going to be to get sales. But I think not knowing yeah. like what's the difference between conversions or the traffic one and, you know, should I be doing the retargeting the most? And I think it can just be – there's so many options. And I think when there's so many options, it can feel really overwhelming and then people – either choose the wrong one because they don't understand the logistics behind it or they just don't do anything. So that was, that was really good. Um, and I like that you talked, Oh, keep going. No, no, that's okay. I was just gonna say, I like that you talked also about the conversions part and that's the one that's really going to get people to, to click and buy. So I like that, but yes, keep going. Sorry. (laughs) I was going to say just to add on here, the most underutilized type of ad, um, is video ads. So you would still run your ad as a conversion, you know, objective or a reach objective if you're retargeting, right? But uh, that 
that um, ad can be a video. Like you can do graphics, um, but video ads are really, they're wildly inexpensive in comparison to graphics and very underutilized. Okay. So if you're okay. able to kind of create a professional-ish looking video, um, mm-hmm. that's the way to go if you're able to. Oh, wow. And they're, you said they're cheaper than graphics. They are. They definitely, um, you know, and, and you can test it. So like, I like to run graphic ads and videos and see like which one's performing best. But what we found, um, over lots of testing and lots of different clients is that video ads perform really well and they perform really well with cold traffic because people get to like experience your brand visually. Like, you know, it's really warming them up quicker because they're like, oh, wow, this isn't amazing. And like, maybe they see it's a video of someone opening up a box, a, your subscription box and being like, oh my gosh, yay. And pulling things out. Right. There's a reason why, you know, I think a lot of your audience are, are subscription boxes and things like that. Right. And so you think mm-hmm. about like FabFitFun, how most of their ads are celebrities opening up the box, not just photos. They do have just photos of them and the holding the box, but a lot of them are videos. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see what's in my box, right? A lot of, so <laughs> we've all seen those ads and I think we're getting tired of it, uh, but yeah. it's because they work, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know I've seen, I used to get, I used to get targeted for that all the time. And it's always the, like the Bravo, I feel like the Bravo people in the bachelor, Mm -hmm. they're always doing, yep. The fab. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really like that though. I want to ask a little bit more about video. Um, cause I think, I do think, so a lot of, again, I talk a lot about stuff that I like work with people on or teach clients and, and teach my students, but the best way to portray a product-based business is to actually show humans using your product, showing humans like, you know, opening the box, like the box showing up in front of your house, someone opening the door, picking up the box and feeling super excited. Like that shows someone using your product, but it's, it's a more realistic approach than just a photo of an actual product. So I agree with you that video is the way to go. And I also like how you're sort of talking about the unboxing experience do you think someone can just make a video with their camera? Like, let's say it's it's someone that has any kind of a subscription. I'm just going to use pet subscription box because that's what I had. So I, my brain always goes to like a dog subscription box. Let's say they have a dog subscription box. Can, can they just easily make a quick video with either their phone or a camera? And just maybe they, they work with a friend and they have the friend like open the door, the box opens there. They have someone like opening the box, kind of like a little unboxing experience that's maybe a minute long. Is that enough for an ad or do you think that's kind of boring? Does it need to be more professional? No, I think once, I think start with, with what you have. So it's totally fine to do an iPhone or smartphone and use that. I mean, the cameras on that are fabulous. Uh, just make sure that you clean your lenses off um, before you record. I see that a lot where it's like smudgy and like fuzzy and blurry. So make sure it's <laughs> make sure you just clean it off. And, okay. um, you know, you can even like film the thing and then like hire someone on like Fiverr or something to edit it and make it look cool. Um, 
Okay. And, and, and like, it could be real, like very inexpensive to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend doing that. And then once you have more cap, like once you have more capital to, to be able to invest into maybe having a videographer come in or something, or you could even get like a student at a university nearby or something like that to come in and do a video. Maybe they are going to school for that or for, for production or media or something like that. Um, and you could probably get some help for relatively inexpensive with professional camera and equipment, right? So you have a lot of options, but if you need to use your phone, just do it. Don't overthink it. Make sure that your video is definitely under two minutes. Don't go over two minutes. Um, because if you go over two minutes, then you won't be able to use it on Instagram. And so I want you to be able to use it on both. Um, I like to use a program called Clipscribe. It's it's fairly inexpensive. You're able to like put your video in and then it makes that cool like top bar where you can put a heading and then it has subtitles. Um, I'm a big fan of using subtitles in in videos because like 80% oh, okay. plus of people don't list don't watch videos with the sound on. So okay. if you have a lot of talking in your ad, just make sure you have subtitles. It'll perform better. Um, and Clipscribe is awesome. I'm a big fan of them. Um, so cool. And then what was the, did you ask another question? I felt like you had another question. Um, I don't know. I think we were just talking about video and just, I, I always like to think of, okay, some people have budget, some people have no budget. And I was always with my business, a DIYer. I did everything like scrappy as hell. So I always like to think of just things that people can do right now. So not everyone has an expensive camera. Not everyone can afford a videographer. So like, what can someone do now? So I love that you kind of gave a very DIY example that someone can literally do right now, picking up their phone you know, finding a friend that can do a little unboxing experience with them. So I think that's, I love that. And I like that, you know, that you were talking about Facebook ads being a bit more affordable. I'm sorry, video ads being more affordable than graphics. So I think that's an awesome, an awesome option for people. I I was going to say, like, also think about, you know, commercials, think about commercials. And most people are now live streaming everything, right? You're Netflixing stuff. Uh, you have you Amazon Prime, Hulu, whatever, and a lot of us pay for the no commercials because we're like, Ugh, right? But like, people are watching less and less of live TV, and it used to be that you saw these live commercials and they're doing demos, like, let me show you how this sponge cleans the refrigerator in two seconds, right? And you're like, wow, that's fab. I need that. Um, yeah. And so we're seeing less of that, and now the commercial is ad advertising on Facebook and Instagram, right? And and there's no other platforms out there. You can run ads on Pinterest, LinkedIn, um, you know, Google, what there's so many places, Twitter, you can run ads on all of these, but there is no other platform that gives you the ability to super hyper target and niche in like Facebook and Instagram. There's, they're just, the other platforms don't have that capability. And so a lot of marketers. Um, I mean, it's just a known thing that it's, it's the best for targeting. Um, so yeah, I think going back to the video thing, just wrapping that up is that, you know, this is, it's like, think of it like a commercial and you can absolutely do something on a phone. And I think people are craving, um, like real stuff. 
you know, not super produced. So especially if it's like a first time box opening, then yeah, like do it on your iPhone because that seems real. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. And I, I absolutely agree with you that people are craving just more authentic things. I think we get like inundated with ads and people on, you know, especially on Instagram, I could ramble on about Instagram all day, but you know, on Instagram, like all these people that just look like Barbie dolls and and everyone's using crazy filters and nothing feels real or authentic or in the moment. And so I like that you're kind of talking about people are craving authentic things and sometimes the low budget stuff actually works really well. So I think that's a really great thing that people can take away from today is that, you know, if you're trying to start ads on your own and you want to kind of get started, but don't have budget, which again, that's a lot of people, which there's no shame in that at all. Um, grab your phone, grab a friend, create like a little mini unboxing experience and just kind of get started. So I love that. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. And uh, yeah, we, we do overthink, I think with product businesses, there is so much to think about. So I think with ads, you're like, ah, there's so many decisions and when should, so when should, okay. So we have, so we've talked a lot about like low budget DIY stuff. When should someone, um, I do kind of want to know when should someone start running ads on their own, but I also want to know when should someone outsource? Like when should someone start working with an agency like yours, for example? Okay. Great question. Um, okay. So if you're getting started, I say do it yourself. And I'm actually a big fan of, of finding somebody who can help you with it, who is an expert. I am, I preach this a lot about like, I don't like ads courses. Um, and the reason why is because things change every like week, every day, even things are changing with ads. And I see this a lot. People take ads courses and they're like, oh, I learned so much. In fact, I got a message in my inbox yesterday. Hey, I just spent $3,500 on an ads course. And I think I learned a lot, but I actually don't know what I'm doing when I go back there because people are like, you learn all of this. And then ads manager changes and it looks different. And then people go back there and they're like, wait, it doesn't look like how they showed me in the videos. And also, you know, I, there's no like follow through. You can watch the videos and then it's like, but putting it into practice is, is difficult for a lot of people, especially when you're doing it yourself. Um, so my recommendation is to find somebody who can do it with you. So that's why I created my um, Fempire Ads Academy. So I have a lot of people that contact me about helping with ads. And I just don't have the time to, to like charge people all day long for strategy sessions. I wouldn't have time to run my agency. Um, and thankfully, now I have a, a good team, you know, that helps me run my agency. But I just wouldn't have time, right? And so, and that's, and I think we're all looking for like scalable business models and that just wasn't scalable. So it's like, how do I help these people and also give them the support they need? So like Vampire Ads Academy, if you're wanting to do it yourself, uh, this is like a shameless plug, but also because I know it will help you. Um, it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, 
you're going to get inside and you're going to be able to go through training videos, but you're going to have access to my team and I who aren't just like coaches who took a course and now teach it. Like we literally do Facebook and Instagram ads all day long. That's all we do. We don't do other things. We don't have other offers. We do Facebook and Instagram ads and that's what we teach. And that's what we do. Um, so you get access to me and my team and you get access to calls every week where you can hop on and be like, Hey, you know, Desiree is one of our, our ads managers in there. She's like, you know, you could be like, Desiree, help me with, (laughs) help me figure out this pixel situation because Shelby was talking about it on Carrie's podcast and it's confusing me and literally we'll walk you through setting it up like in real time. So do that instead of going it alone and just like getting a course or going through YouTube channels. Um, because Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff on YouTube is outdated and a lot of the different strategies you're going to hear just don't work. There's some that do, there are some that do. So I'm not going to like say that everyone's full of, you know, BS, but there are things that do work, but, um, you have to sift through all of that. And like, I don't want you to trial and error anything. I want you to go into it with confidence And I want you to feel like to learn. And also as you learn, because if you are starting out, right, you're not quite ready to hire somebody and that hiring someone's going to cost you several thousand dollars a month in addition to your ad budget. So you have to be willing to make that investment. And you're probably going to want to have the mindset that you're going to stick to it for a couple of months. So most ad agencies are going to make you um, uh, sign like a three month contract. Because we know that that's when you get your best results. Just like any marketing, you're not going to see immediate results. You will see results with ads a lot quicker than organic marketing, but, um, or not, right? Because we'll figure out where the, the bottlenecks are in your funnel or buying process, uh, which is good because then we get to make those changes quickly. Um, but you know, hiring somebody is going to cost you a lot more money. So if you're going to do it yourself, do something like Frempire Ads Academy or something similar or find another agency owner or something that can work with you and kind of do it with you. That way you're not wasting money on ads. You're really getting that support. So that would be my recommendation. Um, You know, instead of spending thousands, maybe you're spending 300 bucks, 500 bucks, you know, and, and it's a much less investment, but you're going to end up saving a lot of money and time. Okay. I like that. And I like to, at least this is what I always do for myself. I always like to learn how to do something and, and then I can outsource it to a team member or someone that I trust to handle it for me. But then I know how to monitor it. I know, okay, this isn't working. This is, we're spending too much. Like let's change the copy on the ad or, or something like, so I think it's good for people. Even if you do outsource it, you, you should know a little because number yes. one, you don't want to get ripped off by people. And I've seen this happen so much with so many things and it, it just makes me yes. want to cry. Um, so it's always good to be knowledgeable. So I'll definitely link Shelby's, um, uh, ad or her agency information in the show notes. And if you are someone that, wants to potentially do it on your own, but you want support from someone who actually knows what they're doing and you you have access to a real human and not just a course that's going to be outdated. I think that's a really great option. What's the price point if you don't mind sharing, Shelby? I don't know if you share that, but. but. No, yeah. I'm very open about pricing always. Um, That way, like, you know, hey, I need to 
I need to either save up. I need to, you know, mm. so you have an idea. So if you were to join Fempire Ads Academy, it's either 297 a month or you can pay for a whole year and it's just under 3000 but you get an ads coach. So you, you save money because you're saving about like um, almost two months of cost, but you also get an ads coach who checks in with you weekly and you get a one-on-one with them every month. So um, that's pretty cool. So- yeah. Yeah, you can either pay for the year or you can go month to month. Um, and we have people in there that yeah, I'm couldn't agree with what you said more about like knowing how to do it first before you hire someone so you know if they're doing it correctly. Um, yeah. And so we have a lot of people who who are in the membership and then they have like a social media person that's on their team or an assistant who actually is going through the program and on the calls for them and actually does their ads. But the owner, the business owner pays for the membership, but they have mm-hmm. an, a team, a team member going through it and like, you know, yeah. setting everything up. I love that. I feel like that's kind of the best of both worlds. Cause you're, you should always learn like marketing is something that I think again, scares people. I'm a marketer. I've been marketing for, you know, a decade plus and had my own business. So I love marketing, but it scares people. I think, and it's overwhelming. I think you either love marketing or you despise it. I always think with marketing, even if you outsource, you should know a little because if you're going to outsource stuff, you should know the metrics behind what's working and what's not working. And I've heard horror stories, especially with Facebook, where, you know, someone has hired an agency and they spent, you know, $20,000 on a type of ad campaign and got nothing from it. And I guess the agency was saying, oh, yeah, that's normal. Like it sometimes it doesn't you don't, it doesn't work the first time. And this person spent like $20,000 or something crazy. Like people don't have that kind of budget. So uh, I love that you have, I feel like you've solved a real pain point for people where, you know, it is an affordable option for people, but they can learn on their own from you and have that accountability by an actual human. So if you do have questions on, you know, is my conversion ads working? Should I increase my budget? You actually have a person that you can ask questions to. So I think that's amazing. I might have to. I might have to business. look into that for my business. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and real quickly, um, when you're talking about yeah. wasting money, and I know I don't want to keep everybody on here so long, but I just want to share this so that you guys know. Um, there's there's two things that you need to know when you're talking about money, right? So you need to know your lifetime value of a customer and you need to know your average order value. Something that's like, okay, I'm going to use something funny like tampons. If you sell tampons, you know that like people might buy a box for $10. Let's say they're like organic, super organic tampon company that you have. And you might charge 10, 12 bucks a box or something, but you know that people are going to have to buy a new box like every month, every month and a half, two months, right? So you know that your lifetime value is actually much more than that initial purchase so that you can calculate this. The reason why I say this, you want to know those two things because, um, and, and if you have Shopify, you can look it up. Don't be scared of it. Just look it up and use the numbers to empower your decisions. Don't let them hold you back. And if it's scaring you, do some mindset work around that. Why are you feeling that way about about those numbers. Okay. But you might be willing to break even on an initial purchase. If you have a lifetime value, that's a lot higher than your average order value. So know those numbers because you might be willing to spend $20 to acquire a new customer. If 
you know that you're going to on average get $150 out of them, right? Like, so know Mm -hmm. those numbers and, and be empowered by that because then you can make really good decisions and you're not guessing with ads. You're making empowered decisions when you're investing in ads and you can, you can reverse engineer like, okay, if it costs this much money to get a a customer, like, and I want this many customers and this is how much money I'm going to get in three months, four months from it. Like that's a really empowering decision to make. And it's not, it doesn't scare you. Cause I think people get freaked out about ads and they don't Mm -hmm. know their numbers. And so they're guessing they are quite literally like just crossing their fingers and hoping it works. Don't do that. (laughs) Know your, know those numbers. So you can really have confidence when you're like putting, you know, when you click submit on your ad and you're like doing like your Beyonce dance. Cause you're like, I feel that money coming in. Like it's going to come in. You feel good about it. That's so awesome. I love that. <laughs> I love the Beyonce reference too. Um, I have one last question and it, and it, it's similar to what we were just, what you were just talking about. But so say someone is going to get started. They listen to this episode. They feel inspired by your amazing expertise and they're going to jump into ads say they have a low budget, what is the absolute lowest budget per day that people should spend that actually makes a dent? Because I've heard that, I've heard different things from people. Some people say you have to spend 10,000 a month. And I've heard other people say, you know, $10 a day should be your minimum. Is there any sort of a minimum for like a low budget business? Yes. Okay. Okay. A business with a low budget. I shouldn't say a low budget business. (laughs) A business with a low budget. (laughs) So a few things, um, people that tell you first of people that tell you, you have to spend 10 grand on ads. Like, I don't think that there's, there's not one figure that's going to be best for everybody and only spending $10 a day on ads is not going to get you a lot of places. There's some trainers out there. There's some people, some coaches I know of. Um, who are very popular and they share like, oh, spend 10 bucks a day on ads and you're going to make all this money. That's just not true. Um, And so here's what I want you to do. If your product is $30, okay, then you want to be spending at least $30 a day in ads. And that's minimum. okay? Okay. Typically, I recommend two to three times that because as you run ads, the more money you spend, the more people you're able to reach in a shorter amount of time. The more people you're able to reach in a shorter amount of time, the more data and metrics that you have. So then you can, then you know, kind of, you have this bigger picture of what's happening. So now that we've reached, instead of reaching, if you're running, let's say $30 a day ads, it will probably cost you, um, you know, maybe it costs you 25 bucks to acquire a new customer then you're only getting one a day, right? But if you 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 need so many conversions in order for Facebook to optimize your ads and get it out to more people. So I always recommend spending at least two to three times that um, initially, especially that way you get out of that learning mode because the first couple of days of running ads, you're in a learning mode with Facebook and they're trying to figure out like, what does Carrie sell and who wants to buy her stuff? And they're trying to gather all this data so that it can use the data to help you be more successful. I try to 
remind people that Facebook slash Instagram, right? They want you to be successful because how do they make their money? They make their money because people advertise on their platforms. That's the only way that Facebook gets money. That's why they have they have so much power and so much money right now because people want to advertise on their platforms because they're huge. Um, and so they right. want you to be successful. And I think people like have this thought sometimes like, oh, you know, Facebook just doesn't want my ads to work. And I'm like, no, why would you think that? They definitely want you, your ads to work. They want yeah. you to spend as much money. The more successful your ads are, the more money they're going to get from you. So they definitely want you to be successful. So you're going to want to spend, you know, at the very least, the amount um, your product is per day. So let's say your product is 27, spend 30 bucks a day, just like round up. Um, if you're in quite, and if you're really wanting to get going, definitely think about spending like two to three times what your product cost is. Okay. Okay. Um, and I think that's a good starting point. Okay. Yeah, that's good. And I think that's at least something to go off of. Cause like I said, I, and if I've heard all different stuff, then I'm sure people that are listening have also heard different things and don't really know what to spend. And I feel like I have heard the $10 a minimum per day. I feel like I've heard that like a like a billion times. So that must be something that people say. Um, but I like how you're sort of talking about spending, you know, two to three X what the, the product is, or at the bare minimum, what the product cost is for, for a customer. So that's very interesting. Yeah. Thank you and, for that. And learn like, who's saying these things? Like, always think about that. Like, is this somebody, everybody I know who says like, spend 10 bucks a day uh, and you'll get all these sales, right? They're not people who run ads for a living. They're not ad experts. They're coaches or course creators who are, I'm not saying they're not knowledgeable, but like, they're not ad experts, right? They, and, and you, and we don't know, like, what does their funnel look like? Why is that profitable for them? Is it because their funnel looks like it goes to a product and then when they buy that product, there's an order bump and a tripwire and they're offered 43 things before they check out, you know, like, oh, add these socks to the cart and add this and add this and add this. Oh, and then here's the annual membership. You get 55% off today if you join, you know, you don't know what their funnel looks like. So maybe you know, <laughs> 10 bucks to them is, is profitable, but they're not telling you the full story. So, yeah. um, definitely like be leery of, of people telling you like how much you should spend unless it's an ads expert. Because I feel like if you run ads for a living, you know, the numbers cause you see them every day, all day. Okay. Yeah. I think that's true. Oh, this was amazing, Shelby. I feel like I learned so much. <laughs> and I personally have messaged you before telling you that I, I do want to work with you. So I know that people listening will be super pumped too. I think you've shared so much great information just to help people get started and help people that have a low budget get started. I think that's always really important because not everyone has a crazy high budget. And so it's good to know just the small things that people can do to get started with Facebook ads and like how to get started learning, you know, like it's important to, to know metrics and numbers and all that. So, um, so before we head off, um, again, this was so amazing. Thank you so much. Um, I cannot wait to have you back. Hopefully if you want to, um, to talk more about, 
of ads and, and funnels and all this amazing stuff. But where can people find you? And again, um, do you have any freebies or um, like your academy, anything that you want to share in terms of offers that you can help people? Yeah. So I know we talked a lot about Vampire Ad Academy. If you want to learn more about that, you can go to vampiremedia.com and you can find it right there. There's a tab and you can click on it. It's Vampire Ad Academy. It'll take you right to the sales page. So you can kind of get all the, the um, scoop on that. If you want to learn about ads and you're not quite ready to kind of um, invest, but you're, you're really wanting to learn more, I do have a free Facebook group. And I know that Carrie will share the link um, in, the, in the description here. But um, it, it's the Fempire um, Facebook ads for female entrepreneurs. Facebook ad. <laughs> I just changed the name of it. So, so uh, <laughs> I'll find it and I'll add it. <laughs> funnels and ads for female entrepreneurs. Okay. The Fempire funnels and ads for female entrepreneurs. You can find that Facebook group on, on Facebook and it's totally free to join. And I do lots of free training in there. Yes, you do. I I'm, I'm in that group and it's fantastic. So I can vouch for that. Yeah. And you were like one of my best interviews. People loved your interview in there. Oh, the Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. That seems like a long time ago, which is crazy how fast this year has gone. God. Um, where can people reach you on Instagram or um, do you want to share a website or any any other place that people can find you? Yeah. Fempiremedia.com. That's F as in Frank, E-M-P-I-R-E, media.com. And then you can find me on Instagram at Life with Shelby. Amazing. All right. Thank you so much, Shelby. Again, this was absolutely fantastic. This has by far been my longest episode, and I feel like we could still keep talking about this because it's so interesting, and I feel like there's so much information to share. So I'm very excited about this, but thank you so much, and I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I just have to say that was such an incredible episode. I am so grateful for Shelby for sharing so much incredible information. And if you love this episode as much as I did, I'm not sure that's possible. Please go ahead and leave a review. Go ahead on Apple podcast and just tell me what you liked about the episode, what you learned. If there are other episodes that you've liked, I love reading reviews. They literally, I do a happy dance every single time. So please go ahead and leave a review. I actually give away a, a strategy session each month with me to one lucky winner for leaving a review. So all you have to do is um, go ahead to Apple Podcasts, write a review. Before you submit it, take a screenshot of that review and post it in your Instagram stories and just tag me. So you can tag me at Six Figure Product Business Podcast and you instantly are entered into the monthly strategy session with me. So please go ahead and leave a review. Um, they really mean a lot to me and they help me understand what you like, what you don't like, um, you know, what I can create more content on. So definitely leave me a review. And if you are interested in marketing services for your business um, and you want to work with me, I would love for you to apply for my product business marketing accelerator group coaching program. That is a mouthful. <laughs> so this is my 12 week group program created to help product business increase shop sales using three foundational marketing channels that help you get fast results like tomorrow. You can find all the details in the show notes, or you can go to carriefitzgerald.com slash group coaching program. 
All right. I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple podcast and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.